Welcome back, Cal and listeners. This is Methodical Millions, episode 39. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. Cal, we covered mastery and I was thinking about what else might be important in our journeys of doing better in life. And I was thinking about patience. So how important is patience? What does it mean to you? And what are your thoughts on that? Patience to me, I think personally is actually one of the most difficult things to accept and practice. The reason being, you always want to get there as quickly as possible. It's just human nature. And I think current environments with the way technology has served us and spoiled us in a way, we get everything instantly. It might have affected the way we expect results. Everything's so quick, accessible. But the thing is, there are things that don't change. For you to get to your end goal or to your target, it'll take a lot of practice, a lot of determination, patience, going through the ups and downs. Even when it comes to investing, a lot of big time investors have grown their wealth by being patient throughout the years, going through the market crashes and melt ups and meltdowns, and eventually getting to where they are at right now. And same thing with entrepreneurs. Some people just see the end product and they think, oh, you must be lucky getting where you got to but it required a lot of patience. And it's funny that we think sometimes patience means you have to wait many, many years, and sometimes it is the case. But as I grow older, I actually learn to become more patient, I feel. I used to set myself a monthly target, and even though at the time I thought they were reasonable, in practice, they are very, very difficult to get to. So I realized that if I actually have a relatively more realistic target, fairly optimistic, so it's still not easy to get to, and over a span of three to five years, I'll get to a very significant point as long as I persevere and become patient. So this is something that I've been doing relatively recently in the past year and a half, but it has really changed my mentality. I remember not long ago, it just feels like yesterday, you and I would sit together and we talk about this stuff in person when we work together. And it's been over five years. It feels like yesterday. Wow, that's wild. I did not know it was five years. It did actually feel like yesterday. And I think patience can be selective. So if you need to decide what to be patient on and what maybe needs some more urgency, I think you can prioritize in your life. Things that you can do quickly, as a lot of people say, get them done fast, be efficient, be scheduled, the day-to-day -day stuff. But I think what really needs patience is long-term things. So things that take time to build and grow and a lot of ambitious goals or end goals will absolutely require patience. That's not something you can skip over. And if you decided from the last episode what you want to be masterful on, I bet you that is something that requires patience, that requires attention, that requires going back to trying and learning over and over again. And I think ultimately you'll need patience with yourself because you have to be patient with yourself if you don't see growth right away. As we talked about things like compounding, how your life grows and unfolds over the years, you really have to make that part of who you are. Cal, what are some examples of patience that come to mind or maybe where you're impatient, maybe even a better example where it would have served you better to try and be patient and where you weren't? So there's this story when I first started being more active into trading than investing. What I did is I opened a paper trading account 
And I decided to really put in the effort to understand how to trade strategically, not just gamble, because if you just try to buy and just hope for the best, that could be gambling, but try to be strategic, understanding how the market works, the fundamentals, how the macro events can affect the overall market and all of that. So what I did is I invested in terms of time, a good 13 or 14 months. That's a good chunk of time. And I did it every single day. At the very least, six days a week, I would actually be dedicated. I'd come back from work and I would read and study and take notes. I bought notebooks as if I was in a classroom and I would just write things down and go through them over and over. When I'm not at home, sometimes if I'm waiting for something, I just read through them. And when the market opens, I would go and take those trades in the paper trading account using fake money. For example, $10,000 or $100,000. And it's not real money, it's just a number. But you'd use that amount to trade within the market and try to make a profit and try to minimize your loss based on real market data. So I would trade as well throughout these 13, 14 months. So I would say that's very, very patient. And I'm not sure, I think you might remember that phase. Long chunk of time and I was pushing myself and I was thinking, okay, I think this will be the month that I need to start you know, trade with real money. And I never did it because I set myself a target that I needed to have eight weeks of consistent profits. I need to have a minimum of this percentage of success just to prove that what I had in place had some sort of consistency. So 13, 14 months in, I finally started to get there, but I only was able to get four weeks of consistent returns with the criteria that I set myself. The only criteria I didn't meet was the eight-week period. I was okay between six to eight weeks. I did it in four and I decided, you know what, I've been doing this for close to 14 months. I need to go live. So I did. But the problem is, this is where impatience came. My first month was okay. It was relatively flat overall. The second month came in and I did absolutely fantastic. I just blew things out of the water. I was absolutely killing it. And for the best part, I was actually sticking to my rules, to my learnings and hitting my goals and just stopping. And I did fantastic. And I was over the moon. I thought, okay, I got this. And then the third month came along. And because I was impatient, sometimes we're on a winning streak and you get on this high of adrenaline and you think, I'm really good at what I'm doing right now. And then I start losing. Then I set a higher target trying to recoup my losses. So I had a higher profit per day and profit per week and month. And by the end of the month, on my third month, not only did I blow all, all my returns, but I actually ended up going into the negative from my net starting position. The market really humbled me at that point, And I was impatient. I was definitely impatient. There were times that I actually had quite a lot of hiccups with system issues and with some technical difficulties. But there were times for me to take profit and I would get greedy because I knew I lost money the day before. Since it's going my way, I'm going to move my target higher. I'm going to move my target higher. And then it would just reverse. And instead of me capturing my targets and taking them off the table, I would actually go in the red again and in a much deeper position. So it was just a complete disaster that way. But it was a reminder that you have to be patient. You know, if you're in the red, that's fine. Just stick to your goals. Keep your head down. Keep doing what you're doing. And then eventually, if the system is right, 
It's just all statistics. It's an odds game. So you have to go through some downtime, some red days for you to go through your 70% or 60% green days. So sometimes these red days happen one after the other, and sometimes they happen separate times. But overall, if you stick to your goal, and it seems to be working for 14 months, that means that you just have to be patient. And I wasn't. So I guess that's a good example from me. But anything you can share with us, John? Yeah, I just wanted to say that human psychology is fascinating. And as good as we think we are or humbled, we all re-humble ourselves when something like that happens. And the way I would think about patience is take away sense of entitlement. So why do people get impatient? Let's use driving and traffic. So are you more aggressive cutting in between cars? That's probably a sense of entitlement. Are you entitled to the last piece of food at a dinner table before round two comes out? All those kinds of things. And I would say if you take a look at yourself and what you do, how you think, and strip away entitlement in terms of impulsively rushing into things and stopping yourself and saying, does this really matter? Does this affect my life? Is this really going to change my life? And if the answer is no, I think it brings you into a state of consciousness of what's important and you have a better sense of self and a better sense of your goals, a better sense of what matters, what doesn't in life. And I think being able to distinguish between those two things is part of the recipe for success. And patience itself, if you have humility and you're humbled without entitlement, you get to decide what to be patient on, what not. And I think realizing how important something might be versus not a big deal. We've talked about it before, but what perspective in life do you have? And being able to categorize these things and distill them into this can't wait or this can, I think you start to file in your life what's important, what's not, what tasks and goals do you got to work on? We always say I'm putting out a fire in our business, which is an urgent customer issue or staff issue or something like that. And those things you can't be patient on. Those things demand your attention. But what happens in the downtime? And I think if you get good at deciding what's important in between urgency and progress, I think that will pay off dividends in terms of noticing your life move forward. And then you'll see that you are in control. You are moving things along. And that's how I would frame it. I would say categorize everything going on in your life. Are you reacting? Are you proactively striving for things? It could be errands, chores, learning something new and working on your business, all sorts of things. And I think why this skill is very important is because if you want to take control of your life, you're going to have to be the one who decides. You have to decide where to spend your time, what's important, and this will become a skill in your own mastery, in your own idea of what's important, what you're going to spend time and enjoy, what you're going to work on. And that's really just a function of life. It's deciding what you're going to pay attention to, what are you tuned into, all those things. So I think patience is the end result of those things, of knowing who you are, of knowing what's important. And then it'll be automatic where you say, yeah, this is not a big deal. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to focus on something else. And you become this arbiter of what do you want to work on? What's important? That's how I definitely see it. So patience in terms of investing or finance, from my experience, being long a position or letting a company ride out, 
especially if you're going to do early investing where a product's not yet to market and the company's not established, these things do take five, seven, 10 years. And there has to be a set of patience there. If the market turns, how often did Tesla dip down before it skyrocketed? And the thing with long-term investing is that it is a forward-looking game. What if everything goes right? Where is this company going to be? What value are they going to add to the world? And I'm surprised people are not as patient. And maybe this should be a learning because all you're doing is parking money. You're not working on the company you could be. You could maybe try and get involved, but there's CEOs and teams working on things. So if you become a good investor who can pick the right picks and see successful entrepreneurs and what will emerge into growing markets, it's almost not that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. There's not really much you have to do except self-discipline. I always think of being a kid, Halloween or Easter, just picking out on all the chocolate. And that's an example of impatience and just indulging too much and not really setting your own limits, not controlling yourself. And everyone has those impulsions, just deciding where you're going to draw the line. And I think the reward of patience is you start to have an abundance of things. So you move from scarcity to abundance. So if you have a lot of one thing, whether it's money or food or clothes or family, friends, anything, material or immaterial, if you don't burn through all that, then you're going to have a lot of it. And I think that is ultimately what patience will buy you as well, which is you can move in and out of things being critical all the time. So growing up, not having enough money, things would be an emergency. Money was an emergency. I wouldn't have enough. I would need two jobs. But over time, when things tip your way, you don't have to go spend it all. And that is an example of patience where I would say that knowing where to draw the line and say, I'm good here, I'm going to go do something else or work on something else, I think is important because that way you will start to build an abundance of things and things are not an emergency anymore. Then you can focus on yourself or what's important to you. That's a great way to put it because like you mentioned, once you have patience, you really can go through the noise, go through the volatility of anything, of the things that distract most of us. Just to go back again to the investing example, a basic rule of investing is saying, even if you don't know anything about investing, the best thing to do is invest in a company that you believe in. Any company that you buy their products, they use your services, you believe that they are doing a good job at what they're doing or they have a very high potential and they're on their way to get it in two, five or 10 years, then that's a good place to start. You have to believe in that company, not just for no good reason, but because you believe they are producing something or providing a service that no one else is providing. And that means, like you mentioned, parking your money and just being patient with it. It takes time for companies to grow, to get to where they are today and what they will be in 5, 10, 15 years from now. And that is a very good way to think of things. Like you mentioned with anything in life, patience is key. There's a saying in Arabic, patience is the key of virtue. It's the key that will allow you to get to the places that you want to be, to what you want in life. So it's very, very important. And we say that to ourselves, but not many practice it. Yeah, I've heard that saying. And why I think it's important to frame patience this way is because you brought up a good word, which is efficiency. So whether you have to be efficient or you have to tend to something that's taking your attention, water leak, house on fire, anything like that, or 
something really bad comes up, then deal with it. But if you're always in fight or flight state or not of a sound mind where your mind's always racing, I think it's very tough to be productive. And I remember when I was leaving school, having a very similar mindset that was figuring things out is very all over the place about what's the right path in life and how to do things. I think ultimately that's more of a discovery process. And I don't think you can really build on top of that as much. You're still kind of figuring things out, who you are and what you want to do, where your place is in the world. But once you have conviction and you have everything at ease and things are in place, you have control over things, then patience is an essential ingredient. There's no doubt about that. Without patience, you won't have time to see things unfold. And let's throw some sayings in there. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. That's an ancient proverb or something. And people always say, oh yeah, I missed this opportunity. I guess there's nothing left. But that's why I always say, look at the opportunity in front of you. Because if you get good at finding opportunity and cultivating it and building your life, which is useful skills in deciding what you want to do, it's not just words, it's actually something that will resonate with you, then patience is the glue. If you don't have that, everything will tear apart and you'll be either distracted or miss opportunity in investing or miss opportunities in life. I think you'll always be reactionary and wonder why things are the way they are, but you could have a say in things. You could decide what the future looks like. So I think ultimately it's an important word. It's an important way to understand how you think about life and what it means to you. So I want everyone to think about that. What does patience mean to you? When is an example where you were patient, where you weren't? Where are you today in life? Where's your mind at? How do you feel about things? Do you find you're always stressed or not? And I think this will be a very helpful exercise in deciding what you want to do and how you want to do it and what's important in your next chapter in life. So with that said, We'll wrap up today's episode. That was Methodical Millions, episode 39. If you'd like to follow future episodes, you can follow us at methodicalmillions.com or info at methodicalmillions.com for episode feedback. Thanks, everyone.